Do you see it? Do you see where it is? Right there where I told you it'd be. I told you people that I always get what I want. But I hook her by crook, and I told you I would be the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. And look where it's at, Hogan, thanks to this man right here. I am the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. That's right, Hogan. I told you. And I will not be a champion like you were. I will be a true champion all the way up and all the way down. Oh, I don't plan on coming down. But look at the way you did it, Hogan. Can you imagine this man going out and paying the money? You say everybody's got a price. What kind of money do you think Hogan had to spend to go out and get a Dave Hebner look-alike referee to come out in the ring when and try to confuse the issue? Try to confuse the issue, but it's not going to work, Hogan. It's not going to work because here the title is and here the title will stay. Long reign, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> I am Jacques. And I'm Raymond. And we're, we're the, the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers. Brothers. And you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Yeah. Hulkster hits the ring. That's when it hits the fan. A nuclear explosion from a modern Superman. There never is an empty seat. They line up in the rain. Not even Halley's Comet could make the fans refrain. In the magic of the moment, when the action gets intense, kids from 6 to 86 are raptured with suspense. There has never been a hero of such magnitude before. He's been the champ for one year now, and here's to many more. Hello, my name is Lanny Poppel, formerly the genius of WWF, WWE for Choppy, booked by Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Choppy is a co-host of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. He is an amazing husband and father and the best friend, the bestest friend, very important word. Choppy's favorite wrestler is Salvatore Balomo. Oh, I'm sorry, Macho Man Randy Savage. He is also our resident pain in the ass. Thank you. You're welcome. I think the most important poem I've ever written for my brother was at the Hall of Fame. I stand before the Hall of Fame in honor of my brother who seized each carpe diem day with passion like no other. Born Randy Mario Papo, he became the macho man. Randy Savage made it cool to be a wrestling fan. His match with Ricky Steamboat in 1987, was on a scale from one to 10, much better than 11. He snapped into a Slim Jim with his iconic voice. He earned a role in Spider-Man, which made his fans rejoice. When the mega powers imploded, the storyline was real. Life's too short to hold a grudge. It's time for us to heal. In triumphant jubilation, we celebrate his name Finally, the Macho Man is in the Hall of Fame. Wow, that was back in 2015. Who'd have thought it would culminate to this? Here we are, 2022, 21, 21. See, I'm living in Ecuador. Time has crawling to a stop. Here's my view. I'm not complaining, that's the Pacific Ocean. And I stay out of the news now. I am a retiree but I have still kept my cameo. And I thank 
turnbuckle throwbacks for honoring me by asking me to say something nice for Choppy on his birthday. Happy birthday to you. Birthday wishes by the score. We wish you a happy birthday and many, many more. Happy birthday, Choppy. Book by Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Thank you. Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Greetings and salutations and... Wow, why am I so loud? Hold on a second. Let me, let me lower that. So Anyway... This is ridiculous here. All right, then a little better, right? Episode 474 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. I am your gracious host, as always, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Raya. It is January, what did it say, the 3rd? The 4th? Let me get my, my, my dates right, because I haven't been at work in like two days. It's, Jan- it's, it's, Jan- it's not even January, it's February. It's February 3rd. 2023, and it is ridiculously cold here in the Northeast. We broke some kind of record of not getting any snow. So let's, uh, and uh, Groundhog came out yesterday, and he was like, we're getting an early spring. I don't, listen, I can't base my weather on almanacs and, and, and fucking rodents. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Like, my dad worked outdoors, and he swore by the farmer's almanac. And there were a couple of times where he was, like, dead on with his nonsense. And I'm like, all right, all right, dad, I'll take your word for it. But whatever it is, what it is. But so now, we have these two groundhogs. One's actually out here at Staten Island, Chuck. And then there's one in um, Pennsylvania, Puxatani Phil, I think his name is. I forget. But apparently, the one on Staten Island in, in New York City is like almost 80% accurate, right? I But listen, even weather people, like that's like the best job in the freaking world because you can be wrong and still get paid. If I was on an ambulance, like my job, when, I, and when I'm on the, if I'm on the ambulance, if I'm working on a truck and I'm out in communications and I decide not to give oxygen to a patient who has COPD and can't breathe, I'm not going to have a job much longer. Matter of fact, 
they could charge me with fucking ne- uh, negligence, and they could probably sue me, and I'll have my car taken from me, and I'll be working in fucking Costco, stocking uh, frozen goods. You know what I'm saying? Which is not a bad job, but I'd rather be doing my EMS shit for the last 24 years that I've been doing it, right? So uh, these weather people, man, they, they got it down to a science. I said, well, we have a cold front moving in from so and such and such. Okay, now we monitor at work when I'm in communications. We monitor the, the weather. We monitor the world events. We have like a big giant screen TV in, 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 the, in the com. Uh, you know, and we watch all day. And these weather people are like, you know, there's this cold front coming from, you know, the Northeast. And, and like they'll, they'll, they'll give you the whole rundown. And then they'll say, well, you know, if there's, if it's been, I mean, listen, most of the country's been decimated with, with snow this winter, right? The, country, the regions that get it, they got decimated, right? So now we get the remnants of it. We get the rain, the cold rain, the wind, right? We haven't had any snow. So we were supposed to get some significant snowfall like a week ago. And it was just like an almost two inches of rain. But this guy's like, yo, brace yourselves for... A nor'easter, and I'm like, great, oh, great, the commute's going to suck balls. Come to find out, the, the the commute did suck, but it was just rain. That guy still has a job. Crazy, right? It, it's, it's insane how you could still be wrong like that and still have a job. With all these uh, machines that they had, that they measure weather with and stuff like that, I got to tell you, it's just astounding how they still are employed, but nonetheless, this is a wrestling podcast. We got a lot of wrestling to talk about. We got a cool throwback for you today, tonight, whenever you download this. It'll be out later on. Uh, sorry about there's no episode last week. Um, I was supposed to have a co-host, and he neglected to show up, so I didn't want to do the show by myself, so there you go. Hence why you didn't get a show last week, but working on com. It's going to be uh, forwarded to another thing. I got something I got something in the works. It's going to be cool. And we're going to upload some old episodes. If you guys have any requests for old episodes, please inbox me or email me at turnbuckletrowbacks1.com or inbox me on Instagram or Facebook. I am very accessible. You guys all know that. If there's a specific episode that you would like to hear and I do not have it on the current uh, sh- uh, feed from Anchor FM and the Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media, then please let me know, and I will f- I will dig the crates, as the DJs would say, and pull out that file, and I will upload it for you because I have 470 fucking three episodes of this nonsense from the last almost 11 years. So I hope everybody's doing well. I am okay. I had the last couple of days off. I had to take a colonoscopy. And I'm not going to get into the gruesome details of that, but the day before, which was Wednesday, I had to take, uh, I had to go on a liquid diet. That was part one of my anger, right? Because I can't eat, obviously. My boss is like, yeah, man, you could, you know, you could do the liquid diet at work. And I was like, I'd love to, but now I got to take this medicine that makes me cleanse. And then when I mean cleanse, now back in the day they would have you drink a gallon of this shit, like this this solution, and it would just make you make you poop and just you would ha- you would like just this just cleanse. And when I mean cleanse, I'm talking like not, there's nothing in your colon after this flush, right? But now they give you these pills to do. So now because 
First, they give you anti-nausea medicine because the, the shit makes you nauseous. But now I'm not drinking it, but I'm taking these pills. So you got to take one set of pills, and then three hours later, take a second set of pills. It's 24 pills altogether. You got to take 12 pills in a 20-minute time period, right? So the first batch, I'm a little bloated. I say, no, I'm all right. No worries, right? And then the next batch comes at like 7 o'clock at night. And man, like it was, it was awful. Like I literally just sat on my toilet bowl and cleansed. <laughs> Thank God my TV is mounted to the wall, and I could sit in my bathroom and watch TV from my bathroom. It, that I did this, I did that purposely for days like that where I'm not feeling well or whatever. But man, I'm gonna. You get to that age where you have to have all this stuff checked out after that cancer scare I just had. Man, I was like, fuck that. I'm gonna do everything I can. And the doctor was like, you know, you're good. You gotta, t- you got, you gotta do this, this, and this. And if it's all good. Come back to me in 10 years <laughs> for another colonoscopy. If if they find something they don't like, come back in five years and we'll address it. Okay. No problem, Doc. Good looking out. They gave me the Michael Jackson juice, the propofol, to go to sleep. Like, And the anesthesiologist is like, all right, Phil, it's going to burn. I'm like, I know the drill, you know. And as soon as he injected it, I felt my face just burn, like a burning sensation, and then... Instantaneously, I was out. It was probably the best sleep I had in years <laughs> for the half hour that I slept. So, um, yeah. So they, so the doctor was like, "Do you know why you don't? Because you have to have an escort. You can't go. You can't leave by yourself, and you can't drive because you're fucking filled with propofol, right?" So I said, "Can I just take an Uber? Because I have nobody here with me. Like, there's no one around, you know." So they were like, no, no, you can't. And so, you know, so Steph, so my, so my my girl Steph, she left work, and she worked like five minutes away from there, and she picked me up. She had to sign me out like I was in school, right? And the doctor's like, well, the reason, the real reason why you need an escort is because if you decide to drive and a cop pulls you over, basically you're a DUI. And I'm like, I didn't think of it like that, you know? He goes, yeah, you filled with fucking propofol, you maniac, you know? So, you know, with that being said, it was it was that kind of party. Um, and I got to tell you, it was fun, fun, fun. Yeah, good times. I don't wish that on anybody, man. That whole, that whole scene, I don't wish it on anybody. Because that's some bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, that is some bullshit to go through all that. But you have to. You know, listen, I'm pushing 50, man. You know, you, you have to. Yeah, you just have to be aware of what you put into your body, what you're not putting into your body. The the I'm telling you, I I read he he gave me a breakdown to doctor of what was going on. Actually, they actually just called to make sure I was okay. Um, but yeah, they 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 do they do some stuff that you have to like. Um, it's just it's a process, and he showed me the whole process. And the body's an amazing thing, you know. Your body really is like a car, you know. Once pieces of, of the of the engine break down and your you know stuff starts to break down or not break down and once your body gets to a certain age you know you, you it starts to break down obviously it's just common sense right um and you know modern medicine is great and fine and you know I have I put my faith in modern science with medicine because I work in the field so I'm almost like 
not compelled, but I'm almost not. I don't know. Do I want to use the word forced? No, I'm almost. Uh, I almost feel like I'm obligated. That's the word I want to use. I'm obligated to, to, uh, to have faith in the system. Administratively, though, no. That that that's a shit show, and that's just I can't even. That's a that's a, that's a whole other podcast subject. That's not wrestling related. So, but yeah, I um I'm good. I'm feeling okay. It's gonna be a great weekend because uh, probably might see I might see Hammond this weekend. I'm very excited. We're gonna watch NXT tomorrow. Get some snacks going. I just ordered a bunch of groceries. So I don't have to schlep in this minus five degree wind chill. Uh, so I instacarted my groceries. So I don't have to go out. I do have to go out and do laundry though, but I can do that indoors. So I'm but still, I am at the point now where I can't get upset over things that I can't control. And this is really hard for me to do because I want to be in control of everything, and I can't, you know? And speaking of being in control, you can't control how how much time you have on this earth. And I opened up the show with a tribute to our pal, our friend, the genius, Lanny Poffo, who's been a friend of the Shining Wizards in the network. He's been a friend of Turnbuckle Throwbacks. He did a cameo. We, I, we paid him, but... He did a cameo for Choppy for his birthday a few years ago. Choppy's birthday just passed, actually. So that's kind of uh, apropos that we did that. Um, but he uh, he passed away suddenly yesterday at 69 years old. He is my I think he's my mom's age. My mom would be 68, 69, I think, uh, next month. But he was he looked great. He looked like he was 45, and he was just in my area. He was at a Broadway show two days ago in Manhattan. He was at the Gershwin Theater. And he he looked like he was living the life. He was doing appearances. Ron Singh messaged me. He was gonna do. He, he was about to do an appearance. Uh, I think it was Wrestling Universe. I forget. I think it was Wrestling Universe. But Ron's like, I was looking forward to it. I'm like, ah oh, man, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna do a tribute to him. And I did. I got. He did a poem for Hogan on Tuesday Night Titans, and then of course the birthday greeting for Choppy that we op- that we played a couple of years ago for him. Then we played that and he. he He's done a n- number of things for the Wizards. It's on their feed. Go check it out. It's really good stuff. Yeah, Lanny Poffo, part of the Poffo family, man. He was, uh, h- you know, he was he worked for his dad and Angelo Poffo in, in, in IWA Mid South, and he did uh, AWA South. He did a bunch of stuff in Memphis, and then he came to WWF in '85, early '85. He was a job guy. He read poems. He flung frisbees to the crowd. He was the opening jerk, jerk, uh, the jerk curtain guy. You know, he was the guy, and um, he did come to he did get some fame and fortune in the WWF when he was uh, a heel manager for, of course, Mister Perfect. He got a title match against Hulk Hogan on Saturday Night's main event that we actually covered on the show. You go back in the archives and dig that up. That was a pretty good episode. Um, but Lanny was a great guy. Every time we saw him, every time we saw him, he was just a, a great dude. Uh, always a handshake and a smile. How are you? Very well-spoken, obviously well-spoken, smart dude. But he was always articulate, always found time for you. Uh, even if you didn't pay him any money and he remembered you, it was even better. Like, how are you? How's your, like, how's your family? You know, don't you have a sister that, you know, like, he remembered shit. And I'm like, this is the guy that you want to be a fan of. You know, this is the guy that you want to know that he, like, he took the time, you know, and he was very articulate, like I said, and his speech for his brother at the Hall of Fame was amazing, and he was living in Ecuador 
as you heard on on that on that opening uh, clip that I just played, like, and he was I don't know he was with these women and they were like I know they were half his age, but it didn't matter because my man was uh, looking and feeling great, and I don't know what happened. It was obviously it was sudden because he wasn't. It didn't look like he was sick. He didn't say he was sick. He was pretty transparent on social media. Hacksaw Jim Duggan broke the news yesterday morning while I was in the doctor's office after my procedure, and um, cousin Richie. Uh, broke the news to me from Hacksaw's Twitter feed. I didn't see it because I was, like I said, I was in the doctor's office. I had literally just got out of the, I was just got out of the procedure. I was in the lobby in the waiting room waiting for Steph to pick me up. So I must tell you, it's sad. First Jay Briscoe and now and now Lanny Poffo. So not a good start to the year. Um, I, you know, and somebody said it last night on, on Richie's podcast. You know, our heroes are, are leaving us, and you know what? I, I and I've and I've talked about this on 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 previous episodes that I I'm having a hard time with that like when all my sports heroes are are dying early or they're becoming coaches or they're getting into the Hall of Fame like I just watched these guys as a kid you know I'm gonna watch Fred McGriff is going into the Hall of Fame in baseball I I idolized him growing up he was one of the best hitters in baseball one of the best lefty power hitters in the game. And like Ken Griffey, Mike Piazza, all my heroes are in the Hall of Fame, and it's like man, hockey, same thing. All my, Bro Door, Grant Fior, Dominic Hasek, Brett, Brett Hall, Gretzky, uh, Kevin, Lo- all these guys are in, in 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 the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, oh man, Mario Lemieux. I watched all these guys, man. Joe Sackick, Stevie Eiserman, all these guys. I, I grew up idolizing these guys, man. It's crazy. Paul Coffey. Uh, Raymond Bork, I can't. I mean, the, the list is is relentless. It's on and on and on. Uh, Nolan Ryan just had his like almost. He's almost eighty years old. I just did a birthday tribute to him on 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 TikTok the other day. I was like, man, these guys are my heroes. And like, now you know, you, mortality is is in full effect. Like you're feeling your age. Holy shit, these guys are old. You know. Our throwback is 25 years old this week, and we're going to get into that afterwards. But it's such a significant time, and and half the guys in this thing are dead now. And like Jesus, man, this is ridiculous, you know. But what are you going to do? It's it's life. Such is life, right? Hey, man, getting old sucks. Don't get old. Everybody asks me, you have advice? Only advice I could tell you: don't get old. I mean, obviously, you do get old, but don't feel old, and try not to feel old. You know, do what you can to preserve your body. Don't do like me and beat up your body with work for 20 years and then expect to, you know, feel good about things when you wake up and you, 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 you're basically crippled walking to the bathroom because, you know, you, you, you're, old, you're out of shape, your bones are getting old, you know, and you basically beat up your body for 20 years playing contact sports and manually moving patients up and down stairs, in and out of stretchers and ambulances, in and out of hospitals and nursing homes. I, again, I, I sound bitter, but I'm not. I just, like, you know, a couple of years ago, I was telling you guys on my birthday, I was like, I just, I never felt old until about two years ago. I never felt my age until I started getting these crippling, you know, walks to the bathroom in the mornings and my eyesight, I can't, my computer screen, I, it gets blurry. I had to wear glasses, I started wearing glasses last year. I was, like, seriously depressed about it, man. It was a shit show. I didn't know, you know, and people are like, oh, you know, this is part of life. It's part, and it's, all, it's part of life. It's part of life. Yeah, I get it. But, like, I never, f- 
I was when I was in my prime in terms of career and like at you know and extracurricular activities, I was one weight. I was like two fifty for like almost twenty years, and then all of a sudden I ballooned to five hundred pounds. I got surgery, and then I switched. I kind of switched careers in terms of in inside EMS. I made train. I you know I made I moved to a better job, and then I got married, and then that you know and I just I was I had that happy weight, and then you know that that fell apart too, and then all of a sudden you're at a crossroads. Um, just be diligent, man. Take care of yourself if you're young. If you can do it, do it, man. Trust me. You will not regret it. So, with that being said, um, let's talk a little wrestling, shall we? Shall we, shall we talk about This is a wrestling podcast, man. This is Turnbuckle Throwbacks. But we do cover the current to the way back. And the current was good. Last week, last week, I was... My niece, my oldest niece is getting married, and she decided to have an engagement party. And uh, I, obviously, she wasn't, she doesn't know about, you know, my <laughs> my schedule. And I can't tell her, hey, you know, you, <laughs> you have to plan this around the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season. But she's, you know, obviously she didn't do that. So I was at the party, and I must tell you, um, and her her groom to be is a huge wrestling fan. So at one point of the evening, at this little party that they had, I was pretty much not alone. I sat with my family, but they were all like talking to other people and who was dancing, who wasn't dancing. I'm like, you know what? I am just gonna take my phone, prop it up on the little the little phone stand that I carry with me. I'm going to put the rumble on, and I'm going to, you know, like, you know, like uh, every once in a while, take a glance at it. And all of a sudden, I got people looking over my shoulder. My my, my, my future nephew comes over to look at it. He wants to know, you know, even though he's got to be entertaining the people with, the, with this party that his that his now bride-to-be is planning. Now, he wants, he, of course, he doesn't want to be there. He wants to watch the rumble, man. So, I must tell you... Uh, it, Listen, you watch a lot. You, you watch enough Royal Rumbles, and uh, you know d- you start ranking them like what's better than this one, and you know, and people will look at the. And I think people were fixated on surprises, like who's is there a forbidden doors? Is somebody coming back? Is somebody new coming in? You know, do they how many spots did he waste on legends this this year? Because they always do that. They always waste like two or three spots on, like just fossils, you know. But the uh the rumble they opened up the they opened up the night with the men's rumble match, which is odd. And I well it, it's it, it looked odd because we don't we didn't know about the main event yet. And I made it home in time for that, which is pretty cool. I'm excited about that. And I made it home and I and then I just re you know, I just started the stream over. That's the cool thing about having the the, the cock, the peacock. Is that you're not, you don't like back in the day. If you got something live, you had to wait till the replay, following the the the, the live event, or you were video recording it and you had to rewind it, and watch it from there. But with the, with the stream, you can just hit that button that watch from the start, and you can watch the pre-show and everything else, right? So they opened the rumble with 
the men's Rumble match, and Gunther drew number one, Sheamus drew number two, respectively. Uh, then the ring gets filled up. Kofi Kingston, Johnny Gargano, uh, The Miz, Xavier Woods. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar came in at number 12. He cleaned house, and he exceeded the 30 career eliminations by tossing out Santos Escobar. Uh, Angelo Dawkins and Chad Gable and Bobby Lashley entered the fray, and then f- and then Lashley floored Lesnar with a spear before eliminating him. And of course, Lesnar got pissed. He fucking destroyed the the announcer's table, and uh, Lesnar gave the furniture a break and, and took his remaining frustrations on Baron Corbin, who was 14, hit an F5 to to him, and then tossed the referee <laughs> before exiting the area. Seth Rollins entered halfway. Immediately, he eliminates Corbin, who had only just recovered from Lesnar's anger. Um, Outmaneuvered Lashley for his second elimination of the night. Rey Mysterio was number 17, but he never appeared. His absence was alluded to when he his uh, estranged son, Dominic, entered at 18 wearing his father's mask. So his father took him out. The evening's uh, first surprise was number 21. When former World Heavyweight Champion and legend Booker T arrives, and Booker dropped Finn Balor with a bookend, and then hit his spinneroonie, and and then he was promptly tossed out by Gunther. Uh, Damian Priest, better known on Terminal Throwbacks as Punishment, Argasa, uh, he came in at number twenty-two. Now Judgment Day is in, in, in. All three members, uh, Mysterio, Balor, and Priest, systematically laid out the remaining superstars. Gunther, McIntyre, Sheamus, and Rollins. Edge came in at 24. Uh, big pop for Edge. He immediately went toe-to-toe with the trio. Uh, let him being uh, knocked out by Edge. Edge, But Edge eliminated Balor and Priest before trying to do the same to Mysterio. Uh, Balor and Priest saved their Judgment Day teammate by, and they dragged Edge over the top rope. A brawl broke out. Balor and Priest on the rampway. Edge was getting the better half of the exchanges. Rhea Ripley comes out, blindsides him, and Beth Phoenix with a fucking, I don't know what a head there was, but she came out and 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 uh, came to Edge's rescue. Logan Paul comes in at 29, uh, killing any rumor of, of Stone Cold or The Rock or Sami Zayn. I thought it was going to be Sami Zayn. Um, a bunch of guys jumped on Paul in the center of the ring. Paul had a brief moment. Uh, of success hitting Ricochet with an impressive buckshot lariat. And then him and Ricochet springboard from the opposite sides of the ring and hit each other in midair with clotheslines. And then, of course, the long-awaited return of Cody Rhodes. He draws number 30. It was Rhodes' first appearance in eight months after wrestling Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell from that terribly ripped-up, torn-up pectoral muscle. And Rhodes and Rollins faced off in the Final Four. Paul, who had been sidelined with... uh, who had been sidelined ringside, snuck back in and eliminated Rollins. And then he gave the old WrestleMania point to the sign before eating uh, a crossroads and getting tossed. So he'll probably fight somebody at WrestleMania, probably Seth Rollins, I don't know, unless Seth Rollins is involved in a title match. And then the match came down to Rhodes and Gunther, who's still in and broke the record. Um, the longest traditional time in, in, in traditional Rumble match surpasses Rey Mysterio, who had 62 minutes in 2006. They, those two fought for extended period of time. Rhodes finally hitting a crossroads, eliminating Gunther. So Cody will now f- uh, fight for the Undisputed Universal Championship at WrestleMania 39 in SoFi Stadium in California in April. Um, let's see. Um, 
breakdown for that. Um, this was dumb. The pitch black match. Bray Wyatt versus, uh, yeah, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. Hello. Dummy. Yeah. 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 Dummy. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, it was like a stupid glow in the dark. It was kendo sticks. Sister Abigail for the finish. She was dumb. It was stupid. And the soda. <laughs> Hammer said he tried the soda. It was good. Um, Raw women's title. Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Belair beats uh, Bliss via pinfall to retain the title. It wasn't nothing great. Uh, lacked a little intensity on my on my for my taste. But what are you gonna do? The women's rumble. Um, Rhea Ripley drew number one. Liv Morgan drew number two. I'm not gonna get into the whole thing. I'll get into the last of it. Uh, let's see. The rumble came down to Oscar. Liv Morgan and Ripley, all three, all three women found themselves fighting uh, on a ring apron, with a threat of lo- with a threat of elimination looming. Oscar blindsides Morgan, in, in, in um, non intentionally, with the Muda mist, and then Ripley eliminates Oscar. Uh, Morgan was sitting uh, was basically sitting duck at that point and tried to connect with Ripley. The Judgment Day member was dangling from the ropes for dear life. The closing sequence saw Ripley snatch Morgan's head and flip her onto the floor. Ripley and Morgan had beaten the record for the longest time in the, in the Women's Rumble match, but the record will officially go to Ripley following Morgan's elimination. So Rhea Ripley has already announced on Raw this past Monday that she will challenge Charlotte for the title for her title. So good times. Um, let's see. Let's see. This was a good match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, the bloodline, defending against Kevin Owens. Um, you know, so it, this was a good match. I'll go. I'll go to the end of it. So now they. So let me see, let me get to the end of this because I have a whole thing written down here. So, so Roman Reigns hits. Uh, Kevin Owens with a low blow and urges Sami Zayn to retrieve a steel chair. So Sami is protesting the request, reminding Reigns that he was ordered by the champion not to interfere, if you remember last week's SmackDown. Uh, Reigns doubles down. Zayn runs in to retrieve. Zayn was hesitant before giving Reigns the chair. The delay was long enough to cause Owens to recover, land a stunner, and come within an inch of becoming champion. Reigns obviously bounces back with another spear, Sending Owens to the outside. Owens crawls over to the f- to his former best friend, Sami Zayn. Pleaded with Owens to stay down. Take the loss. Take the L, man. Take the L. Reigns interrupts their moment, spearing Owens through the barricade. The champion continued to brutalize the challenger, repeatedly slamming Owens into his steel into the steel steps while staring daggers down Sami Zayn. Right? And right through him, I should say. The vicious assault appeared to be a stern message to Zayn. Reigns launched through Owens with a last spear and scored the pinfall while glaring over at Sami Zayn. Post-match, Jey Uso attempts to present Zayn with a lay. A ceremonial in- in- induction into the bloodline, Reigns interrupts the crowning and, and orders the Usos to attack Owens. Reigns, with a wide smile, draped his arm around Zayn's shoulder 
as Owens was further punished unmercifully by the Usos in Solo Sokoa, by the way. Zane visibly concerned for Owens as Heyman hands reigned the handcuffs, a pair of handcuffs. The Usos repeatedly struck a defenseless Owens with super kicks as he appears unconscious. Reigns then attempts to finish the job with a chair in the face, but Sami Zayn intervenes. Sami insisted that enough was enough. Further damage was unnecessary, he said. Reigns hands the chair to Zane. Reigns hands the chair over to Sami and demands that he delivers the final blow. Zane hesitant hesitant drew the ire through you know hesitant that the ire Reigns who repeatedly sh- uh, shoved Zane in the face. Zane ultimately made his choice and struck Reigns in the back with his chair. And Jay Uso, the Bloodline member who who formed the deepest bond with Sami Zayn, yelled at him. Jimmy Uso super kicked Sami Zayn, so was Sokoa, delivers the Samoan spike to the honorary Us. Jay Uso, conflicted by his family actions, walks away in tears. Reigns accuses Zayn of breaking up the family and leading to Zayn with nearly a dozen chair shots. So I, I'm excited for SmackDown tonight. I hope everybody else is. <laughs> I really hope everybody else is excited for SmackDown tonight because I got to tell you, it's going to be Sami Zayn and probably uh, Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber, which is in Sami Zayn's hometown of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So um, I'm excited for that. I really am. I really, really am excited for that. Um, let's see. So Judgment Day, NXT. Not vengeance, a vengeance day, I'm sorry. Vengeance day is tomorrow. Um, and I'll get into the card right now. I'll run it down. I'm not going to give any predictions because I really haven't kept up with NXT. But we're going to watch it. We're going to enjoy it. I got, just got all my snacks delivered. I'm very excited. So let's watch. It's in North Carolina, the Spectrum Center. The worst internet in the world. And I uh, I just hate Spectrum. It's the only available internet in my in my building. So... With that all being said, let's go to the videotape. Um, my computer sucks a biggity balls. Let's see here. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, we're going to have Roxanne Perez against Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane in a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller in a steel cage for his uh, NXT Championship. Wesley versus Donovan Dijak. Or now he goes by Dijak. In a singles match for the North American Championship. The New Day versus Gallus. I love Gallus. And Pretty Deadly in a fatal fo- um, And Chase University in a fatal four-way for the tag team titles. Apollo Crews versus Carmelo Hayes in a two out of three falls match. Fallon Henley and Kiana James versus Casey Cananzano and Caden Carter. In a, for the Women's NXT Tag Team Championship, and all will be available tomorrow on Peacock for that streaming platform. And there you go. There's your current. I haven't watched any Japan since Wrestle Kingdom. I have to catch up with that. I know the, the, the they started up again. Um, I'm excited to see where Jay White's going to go because I don't think I don't think um, Hikaleo is going to lose. He just came back, so Jay White might be on his way to the states. And where is he going to sign? We'll talk about that when he actually gets pinned and leaves New Japan Pro Wrestling for a little while. And then on top of that, if he does, who's going to run Bullet Club? A lot of questions being answered here. A lot of questions to be answered. But 
that's for another time. We are going to take a quick break and plug our friends. And then, and then, have a cool throwback for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Brought to you by the fine folks over at the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. I am, as always, your gracious host, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Raya, and Mr. Lord Alfred Hayes. Take us to the break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday nights on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the villain Marty Sko, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass choppy. Ha 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 ha! 
everybody's gonna pay. There's the million dollar man. All right, I played that a little longer than I wanted to. I just like his laugh. Anyway, time to go throwbacks. Rant EM Radio, Shining Wizards Network, episode 474. And uh, we're back. And I want to thank the good folks over at Shining Wizards. Tony, behind the scenes, helped me out recently with some stuff. Really appreciate him, always. I love him. My, my brother, another mother. Uh, shout out to Justin from Inconclusive, Mike and Calvin from Midnight Jury, my cousin Richie and his podcast, Spanning the Globe. Was it Spanning the Globe, is it? Spanning the, the STGs, right? I was listening to him last night. Uh, Spanning the... I'm telling you, it was just... Everybody's at a podcast now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but no, shout out to Richie and his... And his crew, Mark and, and, and Lance and, and Andy. Those guys do a good job and have some beautiful fucking belts, man. Go check them out. Every Thursday night on YouTube and uh, Facebook. StreamYard, Wide World of Belts is the, is, the, is, the, is the page. And we have a throwback for you tonight, which is very special and near and dear to me. And we're going to play it right now with the Turnbuckle Throwback. Of the week, and where is my gimmick? Where is my gimmick? Where is my gimmick? There it is. Thank you very much. And now, here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. On the first bus back to Disgraceland, yeah. Cut right Elvis, one-way ticket, yeah. What a whiner that macho man is. He couldn't keep this belt. He can't keep his woman satisfied. You all saw her fall head over heels over me. <laughs> and he was a lousy tuna for my guitar. But you know, he's a very lucky man. How so, Jimmy? He's very lucky you don't play the piano. <laughs> I'm Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man. And this is the one and only true heavyweight champion of the world, Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan may wear the belt for now, but after tonight, that belt will fit as easily around Andre's waist as the Giant's hands fit around Hogan's neck. (laughs) Hogan, 
It felt so good. I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> and again. And again. <laughs> when that big nasty giant snuck up behind me and put his filthy hands around my neck, I knew I was fighting for my life. Thousands of miles away, Hulkamaniacs couldn't breathe either. That's why tonight, when I step in the ring with Andre the Giant, the thoughts and the prayers of all those Hulkamaniacs that stood with me through the hard times are going to go in the ring with me. And Andre the Giant, with all that on my side, Hulkamania will never die. All right, here you go, and that's our throwback tonight, season four, episode two, Saturday night's main event, actually the main event, episode one, if you want to get technical, from the Market Square Arena in um, downtown Indianapolis, it is the rematch, the rematch we've all been waiting for, WrestleMania three rematch with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, who now has Ted DiBiase in his corner, and... uh you got a Jesse Devin, Jesse Ventura is wearing a uh, some kind of turban with 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 leopard print on it. It's ridiculous, but nonetheless, I want I want to talk about a couple things before we get into the, before we get into the um the actual card itself. Um, I I you know you guys all know my my admiration for Andre and and we just celebrated his we just celebrated the anniversary of his death last week. And, um, you know, when I was a kid, uh, WrestleMania 3, I was convinced that Hogan was dropping the title to Andre. I might have been the only kid in my class. I might have been the only kid that was sitting in the Ridgewood Grove Arena who thought that. Because <laughs> not only did I want Hulk Hogan to lose, but I wanted Andre to be a champion. I've never seen Andre with a title, and he never lost. So how can this guy be undefeated and not have a championship? And you, Andre always said, championship mean nothing to me, right? We know, we know, we know. But I, I was a greedy 12-year-old kid, punk, who wanted Andre the Giant to win um, the heavyweight championship of the world. So when he didn't, um, it was truly the passing of the torch to the Hulkster. Um, and um, for me, it was... It was bittersweet. So when he get Hogan does have a match before this against King Kong Bundy, their rematch from WrestleMania two. But when when Andre gets this this his rematch, now I'm thinking maybe this can happen. Now again, we've talked about title changes not being on television, right? And we were like, you know what? What would happen if Andre did win the title finally? But it wasn't at WrestleMania. It wasn't at a at a, at a pay per view, right? Because uh, pay per views are only few and far between. There's only three or four of them at this point in, in the game, right? But what would happen if he did? And I was excited. I w- I remember vividly. I used to 
stay with my grandma on the weekends. And grandma would go to bed on Saturday nights. She'd go to her, she'd read her smutty love novels and go go crash out in her bed. I'd sneak out of her bed. I would go to the living room, pop on Channel 4, WNBC. And they would be, you know, you hear Don Pardo, we interrupt the regularly scheduled programming of Saturday Night's Main Event, uh, Saturday Night Live, for Saturday Night's Main Event. And then I played the opening monologue, which is the greatest thing in the world, right? So let's go to the first match and the interviews. Uh, the Macho Man is in a, in, a, in a heated feud with the Honky Tonk Man, who was after Elizabeth, who wasn't after Elizabeth at that point, right? Taking out a mean Gene Oakland along with the honky tonk man and the mouth of the South, the Colonel himself, Jimmy Hart. Honky tonk man. Honky tonk man, here we go with the biggest title defense of your career. Any trepidation tonight? You're no journalist, Green Bean. You're missing the story here. The story here is romance. The lovely Elizabeth Wynn. We know, we know she's head over heels for you, right? <laughs> Even this bozo can see it. She wants you honky, she wants you bad. And I'm going to oblige her being the gentleman I am, the honky-tonk man. What are you saying? What are you saying, man? What I'm saying is this. I've got the title, I've got the belt, and tonight I'm going to get the woman. The lonely woman. Oh, no. And then where are you going to take her, honky? Where, where are you going to take her, honky? I'm going to take her down a lonely street <laughs> to the Heartbreak Hotel. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Don't you worry. I won't be cruel. Because I know she wants me to love her tender. Because I'll be her teddy bear. <laughs> and much. you know where that hound dog Randy's going to be? Where's he going to be? In the ghetto. <laughs> Oh, Vince, I just hope Elvis, the real Elvis, doesn't hear that. Let's get back to you. Intercontinental title on the line. Let's take it out to the Macho Man, Randy Savage, the challenger. Elizabeth, the honky-tonk man, has said in front of all these people that he has plans for you. Are you worried? Elizabeth has got nothing to worry about, but the honky tonk man has got everything to worry about. Yeah, that's right. What about the claims that he's made in front of our vast television audience? It's fuel to the fire for the macho man, Randy Savage. Fuel to the fire. Him the heat is on. Oh, guitar, yeah. What did they do, Elizabeth, huh? What did they do, Elizabeth? The macho man, Randy Savage, says everybody's going to be watching macho madness tonight. And I guarantee that the madness will prevail. Honky tonk man. Vengeance is mine, say it to Macho Man. Bet on me, man, all the way. Elizabeth down that aisle. All right, Macho Man Randy Savage guarantees that the honky-tonk man will pay for what he did to Elizabeth. It should be interesting. Back to you, Vince. Uh, terrible dubbing of the uh, honky-tonk man's music over that by Peacock. Peggy Sue in the ring with uh, the Intercontinental Champion as well, who's played by Sherry Martell. And... Uh, Let's take you now to the to the match. Uh, let's take you now to the. Let's see here. Let's go. Blah, blah, blah. Let's cue it up here. Let's cue it up here. Blah blah blah. This is a good match though. I'll take you to the end of it though. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see here. All right, here we go. Take you now to the to the end of this match here. Title does not 
change hands. Wait a minute. On a count out outside the ring. Wait just a minute. Peggy Sue just handed the honky tonk man his guitar. Randy Savage better get out of there. Uh-oh. Randy Savage is caught. Listen. Honky Tonk Man has used that guitar before. We've seen it. I know. And the good thing is, like they said, that, it, that he don't play piano. Honky Tonk Man, who's been batting a thousand with that guitar now, has the Macho Man Randy Savage cornered. I'll tell you, Seth. This is not right. This is not fair. The match is over. The match is over. The official should get in there and stop this. Wait a minute. Look at this. From behind. Jimmy Hart, Randy Savage. Oh. Honky Tonk Man's going to have at him now. Honky Tonk Man is going to rear back. Elizabeth, she should get out of there. Watch out. Here it goes. He almost hit Elizabeth with Look that. at the gentleman. Look at the gentleman the Honky Tonk Man is. He could have hit Elizabeth. He could have hit Macho Man. But instead, look at her down He's begging. no gentleman. He's going to hit her. Look. You know he's going to hit her. No, he's not. Somebody Elizabeth should stop this right now. Elizabeth, did someone pull? Look, Macho Man standing up. Kicks to the midsection. And now Randy Savage has the guitar. Randy Savage victorious over the Hockey Talk Man via countout. Oh, that guitar is no longer... So Randy Savage wins the match, but he does not win back the Intercontinental Championship. Well, folks, it's time. It's time for the match that I've been waiting. That, that I was waiting for the 12-year-old. This was amazing. We're going to play some events that were leading up to that. Let's take you to them right now. That it wasn't a three count. Well, here, Andre the Giant starting off the new year right. He was so frustrated. It's the only explanation I can have for this action. Look at this. Andre's hands. Look at the size of him. The champion of the world getting choked down. Look at Andre the Giant's face. There's a man with determination. There's a man who is not going to be cheated two times, in my opinion. Oh, really? And here, of course, is the signing. Uh, maybe we can pick up some comments from Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man. Now that you signed the contract, Andre, put your official stamp of approval on it. Oh, stamp of approval. The Hulkster knew something was coming up. Look at the size of these two guys. Huge. Unbelievable. Oh, Andre, put the official stamp of approval on it. And here comes a stamp of approval, all right. As the Hulkster runs for Ted DiBiase, you saw what happened. Look at your champion! Indeed, we are anxiously awaiting the presence of these two incredible athletes in the squared circle. Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan standing by right now, mean Gene Oakland, and with him, I believe, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, bodyguard Virgil, and Andre the Giant. Well, gentlemen, tonight you have the chance at the World Wrestling Federation's Heavyweight Championship. You're coming. Chance, Andre already is champion. He beat Hogan at WrestleMania 3 until the referee, obviously a hunk of moron, cheated on the three count. But this time, Virgil will keep an eye on the referee, and Hogan won't squirm loose. That coward has run from Andre for a year. Tonight, he meets the Giant, and the rest is history. All right, uh, Ted DiBiase, obviously you are very confident, and obviously the Giant is ready. Of course he's ready. He's had the finest training at the finest facilities that money can buy. Everyone knows that money makes the man. 
And it takes big money to match up to a big man like this. That's why Andre's with me, the million dollar man. And that's why Hulk Hogan is always with those nickel and dime Hulkamaniacs. Hulk Hogan is small change compared to Andre the Giant. Your account is overdrawn, Hogan. And Andre's gonna close it. Andre the Giant. Once I go get my hands on you, I'll never stop. Never! <laughs> I'm going to squeeze and twist and squeeze again and squeeze and then never stop it. Goes That's it, Andre! This is for the money! Let's go! <laughs> sure, it is for the money, Vince. After all, Andre the Giant has millions of reasons to become the heavyweight champ. Let's go back to you. With the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion, let's take you to Hulk Hogan. Well, apparently, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant has millions of reasons to become the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. Well, with all the controversy me and Gene from WrestleMania 3, I tried to keep an open mind, man. But I've viewed the film a thousand and one times. Andre the Giant, you only had me down for a two count. I slammed you and beat you one, two, three, right in the middle. Maybe the players, the violence, and the training is small change to you, multi-million dollar man. But I've invested my three assets wisely in a lifelong profit-sharing plan with all my little holsters, brother. Virgil, you watch the referee. That's cool. All my Hulkamaniacs are going to be watching you, multi-million dollar man. Then Andre the Giant, one-on-one, -on -one, with the whole world watching, I'm going to prove to you I can beat you, and Hulkamania will live forever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, headed to the ring, Hulk Hogan. So there we are. Hogan's jacked. Andre is ready. DiBiase's got him primed. Virgil's going to watch the ref. The Hulkamaniacs are going to watch the Virgil. It, it, this is, again, one of the greatest nights of my adolescent life. I could not believe this, this was going to be happening on television. I used to think it was live. It wasn't live, obviously. It was taped. But when I was a kid, you didn't know that any better because Saturday Night Live was live. You just assumed that Saturday Night's main event was live. Anyway... Let's take you now to the match. One of the greatest upsets of all time on television, on network television. Not really prime time, but network television. Drew a gazillion viewers. Let's take you now to the end of this championship match. Second headbutt. Andre spins a holster around. 
Suplex right on top of him. He's on him. One. We get a two. That's it. We got him. He got him. He got him. No, he didn't. The referee counted three. We've got a new world champion. No, we don't either. I told it, McMahon. I told you. I told the world that the Giant would win it. No, sir. That can't be. He has the championship belt, I believe, in his hands. Hoekster's looking down at him. He can't believe it. He's saying it was only two. He's, he can't be giving the title to Andre. He can't be. Hebner counted three. In wrestling, you don't go by instant replays. This ain't football. It's the referee's Claiming decision. It. I can't believe what a stupid mistake that was. I was just... Huh. I can't hey. believe that. The guy's only human, McMahon. No, he's just a referee. He he's going to present it. He presents it to Andre. Raises his hand. We have a new world champion. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this bout. No. And new world wrestling federation heavyweight champion, Andre the Giant. That can't be. Champion, the myth of Hulk Hogan's over. Wherever you are, the new World Wrestling Federation Champion. This is no surprise. I told you I'm going to win the World Titan Championship, and now I surrender the World Titan Championship to Paul Tiviasi. Wait a minute, hold on, Andre. What are you saying? You surrender the title to Tiviasi? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Oh, I can't believe it. Hulkster is coming over. He's coming after him. That referee made the stupidest decision. I can't believe. Million dollar man with a championship. That's not legal, I don't think. I don't know. We're, we'll have to wait with Jack Tunney on that one. I'm not sure if Andre could just give the championship away. And just like that, we have a new heavyweight champion of the world. Now, Hogan's beside himself, losing his mind. Andre wins the title. Obviously, it's tainted. The shoulder was up. The referee counts three. But there's controversy. More controversy. More. If you could believe that, I was beside myself. I'm at the edge of my seat. Not because my grandmother had plastic on the furniture either. There's two referees in the ring. What the hell? Wait a minute. Is that Dave Hebner? Or is that Dave Hebner? How can there be two Dave Hebners? Look at these guys. Wait a minute. They look just alike. They look just alike. The guy on the right's Hebner, isn't it? The guy on the left is Hebner. Wait, though. No, the guy on the right is. Wait a minute. The Hulkster's coming over to figure out which the official referee assigned was a man by the name of Dave Hebner. I can't believe we're looking at two Dave Hebners. What's going on here? There's two Dave Hebners. What's going on? The Hulkster's trying to find out who the real Dave Hebner is. Who's the real Dave Hebner? You tell me, Jesse Ventura, and what is going on here? I think it's the one on the left. I think the Dave Hebner, I don't know who the, uh, the imposter is. Look at these two. 
Each one, they look like identical twins. They're shoving each other. Move on the right hand. Oh, I can't believe it. Well, that shows you who the Dave Hefner is. Yeah. The one in the ring took the money. It had to be. There has to be some chicanery going on around here. Has to be something with a million dollar man. I wonder what they did with the real Dave Hebner to I don't, keep him out of the match. I don't care what, though, but Hogan is not allowed to manhandle referees like this. That, I don't believe that man's a legal official. Dave Hebner. What are you talking about? Official. He just did the match. How could he not be an official? Hulk Hogan. And I don't know what... Oh, wait a minute. Coming back. Oh, look at this. Whoever that man is, he's high above the air. The Hulkster knows. Look out! Oh! We'll be back with more of the main event and more World Wrestling Federation action. Chicanery, tomfoolery, monkey fuckery. There's a new heavyweight champion of the world, and it's not Andre the Giant. He relinquishes the title to Ted DiBiase. But there's more. There's another match, ladies and gentlemen. We have another match. Can you believe it? That wasn't the main event. That should have been the main event. At this point, I'm in Grandma's fridge looking for something to drink, maybe a snack. I couldn't believe it. I was beside myself. The next match is Strike Force taking on the Hart Foundation for the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championship. But Hulk Hogan is visibly and, 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 and rightfully so. He's upset. Let's take you now to the Hulkster. Mean Gene Okerlund is standing by with Mean Gene. Oh. All right, uh, Vince McMahon, Bedlam, and Pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation by the World Wrestling Federation into what happened here tonight, and I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I had all bases covered. I had the Hulkamaniacs watching. DiBiase, I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get ripped off by a penny pension two-time referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off when I turned around me, Gene? They were identical, identical. Right, right here, Hulk. Here it Look is now. Look at the shoulder, brother. There. Look at the shoulder. The referee is paid off, brother. Look at the $100 bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, back Hulk to you. So that was so much controversy that they couldn't even finish the Hart Foundation in Strike Force for the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championships. It, what a crazy night. This all leads to, obviously, um, Ted DiBiase getting stripped of the World Wrestling Federation Championship and the belt being vacated for a tournament which went down at WrestleMania 4. And let's see a Jack Tony's uh, announcement for that. 1988 will go down in World Wrestling Federation history as a day of infamy. Never before has there been such controversy to surround a World Wrestling Federation championship match. 
despite having viewed time and again videotape of the Hogan-Andre match, the decision of the referee is, as always, unfortunately final. Therefore, Hulk Hogan is not the World Wrestling Federation champion. However, it clearly states in the rule book that in order for a wrestler to be deemed a champion, he must either pin the reigning title holder or make him submit. That is the only way a wrestler can become champion. Therefore, unequivocally, I can state that Ted DiBiase is also not the World Wrestling Federation champion. Furthermore, it also clearly states in the rule book that a reigning champion may at any time in his tenure end his reign by publicly surrendering the title, which is exactly what happened when Andre the Giant presented the championship belt to Ted DiBiase. Therefore, Andre is also not the champion either. It is my decision that to be fair to the last two reigning champions of record, Hogan and Andre, and to furthermore be fair with the number one contenders who would have faced either Andre or Hogan as champion, I now declare the title vacant. And this vacancy to be filled on March 27th of this year during WrestleMania IV in the form of the first ever World Wrestling Federation Championship Tournament. In this championship tournament, the last two title holders of record, Hogan and Andre, will justifiably be given a bye for the first round of competition. They will not compete in the first round, but will face each other in the opening of the second round of the tournament. The pairings have been completed for the first round of the competition, and they include Jake the Snake Roberts meeting Ravishing Rick Rude, Don the Rock Morocco taking on Dino Bravo, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will wrestle Greg the Hammer Valentine, Randy Macho Man Savage goes against the natural Butch Reed, Bam Bam Bigelow against the one-man gang, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan will take on the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. It is my sincere wish that all of the participating wrestlers in this historic tournament, and more importantly, all of the fans of the World Wrestling Federation, construe my decision as the only just and fair way to determine who will be the new undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion. Thank you. So there you have it, folks. Jack on the take, Tony, as Tony C would say. Strips the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship, putting it up at a championship tournament, March 27th, 1988, WrestleMania. WrestleMania 4. What the world was waiting for. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. 25 years ago this week, monkey fuckery, tomfoolery, debauchery, all of it went down in Indianapolis, Indiana. Andre the Giant upsets Hulk Hogan for the World Heavyweight Championship to be given to Ted DiBiase, then to be stripped by Jack Tunney for a tournament, opening it up, opening it up, I should say, 
for the madness to become the next heavyweight champion of the world. Now, I was, like I said, this was near and dear to me. When I saw that it was 25 years old, I had to, re- I had to do it. Um, I- I'm sorry, is it 35? No, 35, right? 98,000. Oh, yeah, 35. I'm sorry. Not 25. 35 years ago. 35 years ago. My math is terrible. But it was 35 years ago, and I remember it vividly just sitting in my grandmother's apartment just beside myself. I couldn't believe Hulk Hogan was not the heavyweight champion anymore. And then going to school that, that following Monday, gym teachers talking about it, kids in my class, people in the schoolyard, it was like, can you believe Hulk Hogan is not the heavyweight champion of the world? And I was the happiest kid on the block. I was so stoked that Hulk Hogan was not the heavyweight champion. And I was even more stoked that he didn't win the championship again at the tournament in WrestleMania. It was Macho Man. And thank God. But then we know what happens after that. The Mega Powers and they break up. And that actually just happened. That anniversary happened yesterday. But, again, this was a really good time in my life. I love this match. I love the whole controversy. I love the tournament. It was so cool to see as a kid. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Turnbuckle Throwbacks. I'm going to pull this right into the station because I'm going to start my day. i got to wash my delegates. I have to do some stuff around the house. And I want to watch SmackDown tonight. I am super, super, super stoked. So, anyway, you guys know all the social media handles. All the current episodes are on Anchor FM, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, RantDMRadio.com. Do you want to buy a shirt? We have five different designs. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Turnbuckle Throwbacks. You want to snail mail me? TurnbuckleThrowbacks1 at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere. Guys, have a good rest of your week. I love you. Stay warm. Stay dry. Don't get the clap. Don't get arrested. Don't be a jerk off. Be kind to animals and children and watch a lot of friggin' wrestling. Philly Raya signing off. Tumbuckle throwbacks. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.